Doing great? Are you excited for Jesus? Amen. I am too. Amen. Because you know why? Our name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Let's give God a big hand clap. Come on. Praise his name. Hallelujah. You know, we as believers have to see the end before the beginning. And we live that way because we read the end of the book. You know, have you ever seen an old movie and you say, oh, I already knows what, know what's going to happen. You, you watch an old football game, who's going to win? You already know who won. But when you look at the Word of God and you see that Jesus has written your name in the Lamb's Book of Life, you lift up holy hands. Amen? That's why Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego say that we, we oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, we're not bowing down. We know that our God is what? Does somebody shout, he's able. He's able. He's able. And you might be facing something today. Just shout right now by faith. Say, he's able. He's able. Hallelujah. I'm coming out with a what? With a shout. Glory to God. All right. Well, let me, let me say hello to you. And thank God for Pastor Chuck for inviting me. He called me. How long ago did you call me? About a month ago. Okay, a while ago. And so I'm here, and I've been all over the place. I've been to Texas. I've been here. I've been many places. But I made sure that I was here for this because you're a great people. Amen? You're a great people. That's, that should have been your biggest amen. How do you see yourself? I see myself as redeemed. I see myself as forgiven. But Pastor Chuck said it best of all, I see myself as loved. That's all you need. That's what everybody's looking for, to be loved. Amen? Pastor Chuck and I and Marianne and my wife, we go back, a say a mighty long ways. Mighty, mighty long ways. <laughs> now, my wife and I, it's like Pastor Chuck, you say you, they've been married for four months. We've been for almost four decades. Give us a big hand. Still in love, right? I let my wife shout amen on that. Amen. That's a low amen. Still in love. Yeah, it still exists. Praise God. And Pastor Chuck Merritt, many, over three decades. Come on, give him a big hand. Come on. All right. Well, Pastor Chuck, the first thing he asked me when I got to the church was, uh, uh, guess, can you tell me about LeBron? It wasn't about Jesus. <laughs> so, so Pastor Chuck is excited. So Pastor Chuck, I wore my Cleveland Cavalier championship ring for you. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Pastor Chuck said, you got a story about LeBron? Well, you know, what I do, I, uh, I do sideline reporting. I've been doing it for many, many, many years for the Inland Valley News. And if you want to follow me, please subscribe to Gary GTV One and subscribe because I almost got a thousand subscribers. All right, just write it all together, Gary GTV One. All right, and just Google LeBron, and so you can find all kind of encounters that I had with LeBron and you know many, many, many other uh, superstars. But that's to the glory of God. Now I, I've been in church for over forty years, but God will open some doors for you. That will be profound, prolific, you know, because you're in the presence of God, in his presence, according to Psalm 16, 11 says, in his presence is what? Fullness. Amen. So there's a key to somebody who say, well, I'm a little low on joy today, 
But the Bible says get in his presence. Amen? If you stay in his presence, you'll have what? Just say fullness. Amen? Gas is going up. Is your engine full of gas? Whether or not it is, is, the real deal is, are you full? Is your cup overflowing? Amen? And if your cup is overflowing, get ready. You can be able to run a marathon. You can, can run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Amen? So, yes, Pastor Chuck, I've met the man, I've interviewed the man, and lo and behold, the man is here in L.A. I went to Cleveland. It's a quick story. I went to Cleveland, and I could see why he wanted to leave Cleveland. Because his wife was saying, honey, I'm tired of driving my car around this little town. I mean, Cleveland to me was like about uh, maybe uh, three or four times bigger than San Bernardino. You Anyone been to downtown San Bernardino lately? All right. <laughs> so now you got, that's, that's my summary of it, okay? So now his wife said, we're going to L.A. Because I can drive my Lambo, my Rolls Royce, and my Maserati down Rodeo Drive. La Cienega or Fairfax. So anyways, that's that. Yes, so I, I see why they left. And, and L.A. is ready for someone that can do some things that will take the Lakers back. Now, how many of y'all might not even be Laker fans? Golden State Warrior fan. All right. Well, whoever fan you are, make sure you're a Jesus fan. Amen? All right. Pastor Chuck, I, I appreciate the growth that we had together Pastor Chuck and I, we'd go to, uh, where we going, men's retreat. Pastor Chuck was our designated driver, and Pastor Chuck knew how to drive. He had that 12-seat uh, cargo van, and we were in there, and we was like, hold on, <laughs> buckle up. Jehu's got the wheel. <laughs> he could get us there in a hurry. <laughs> we never got a ticket, though, right? Amen. <laughs> And then Marianne and my wife, they would go to Mandalay Bay and they would have the women's retreats and all these things. Let me tell you something, church. You being in church today will go farther than you realize. You say, why do I have to go to church? Just to look at your name and say, it's for your own good. See, Pastor Chuck, all the times we've been to church, I can't believe. I, I, I've had less visits to the hospital. Can I get a witness? I've had less visits to a prison. Can I get a witness? I've had less visits to a mortuary. Can I, can I get a witness? I've been, I had less visits to court. You understand what I'm saying? See, when you put God first, he say, see, a lot of times we think rebuking the devourer is for money things, but it, it's for also bad things. Now, see, the Bible tells you God will work good things for you, right? All things work together for what? Yes. Now, I had a fire at one of my houses, and guess what? I got a new electrical panel. I had a hailstorm in one of my houses, and guess what? I got a new roof. Amen. Someone stole my air conditioning unit. I got a new air conditioning unit. Yeah. <laughs> my son got his car stole. He had a little Honda. This was years and years ago. He had a little Honda Civic, and they stole it from Mount Sac. Well, guess what? He's a believer, and guess what? New car. He got a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> now, guess what? If, if man can do that, how many of y'all pay insurance on things? I never get a refund on this. But glory to God, when you need it, it comes out. Now, guess what? Who's our greatest backer? 
Just say Jesus. Just tell your neighbor, say, Jesus, got your back. So, so it's, it's coming. You know, I always wonder, why am I spending all this money for this? But when you need it, it'll pay up. Amen? All right. Well, let's get into the word because, see, all the stories I'm going to tell you has got to translate to victory in your life. Amen? I'm a preacher that believes in victory. I'm a preacher that believes in overcoming. I'm a preacher that believes in the victory that only God can give is a true victory. The Bible says the blessings of the Lord makes what? Rich. Just say rich. And adds no sorrow with it. See, when you, God gives you something, you ain't going to regret it. Say, oh, why did I get married to this person? No, that wasn't a blessing. If you have to be wondering why God blesses you, he blesses you. The Bible says, blessings, I will what? Bless thee and multiply it, I will multiply thee. So surely God is going to do a good work in your life. Now today I want to go to the book of Revelations. And I want to give you some things that I use, I operate, and I'm sure Pastor Chuck operates and he's probably taught this. But the things that you need to know so that you can go farther. You can do greater things. Pastor Chuck, you gave me all the cards to pass out, I passed them out. So I hope the, the Bible says, cast your bread on the water. After many days, it'll come back. Keep sowing. See, we got to be like a people who live in the end times, knowing the end times are coming. If you knew Jesus was coming, what would you do? If you knew he was coming tomorrow, what would you do? You'd call everybody you know. Come, just like Rahab the harlot. It says, you know what? I know God has given you the city. So let me and my house be saved. You say, anybody who's in your house, they will be saved. Put the red ribbon on it, and they, 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 will not be, they will not be taken. All right? God is coming back, church, and we got to live like he's coming back. we got to live with that outlook, that attitude, that expectation, that hope that he's coming back. But we got to work the work of the Lord while it is what? Called today. I'm working. How many of y'all working? Amen? Now, Pastor Chuck, you said something. I like to get points, you know. When we play basketball, we like to score. I, how many points did you score? I was the high point man, amen? I want to make sure that I'm working the work of God. See, God called me, and he saved me, and he has separated me, and I've seen miracles. I shouldn't really be here, but God sent an angel and delivered me from a fiery furnace, from a fiery situation where, where an accident should have taken my life on the freeway, but God sent an angel. Can I get a witness for that? You've seen angels, amen? If you've seen angels, God sent an angel, Pastor Chuck, and delivered me from a, a 72 Cadillac that should have crushed me. But God sent an angel and sent me one way and sent the Cadillac another way. All I knew, I was flying backwards. I've got a lot to be thankful for. Don't forget what God has done for you. Write it down. You're facing something new today? Write down what God has done yesterday. And just declare, Lord, you delivered me like David. David said, you delivered me from the bear, from the lion, from Goliath. And surely you'll deliver me again. All right? So don't fear. Tell your neighbor, say, don't fear. God is on your side. Amen? Well, we're going to look at Revelations chapter number 12, 11. You can remember this verse by, what, 11, 12? So it's just 12, 11. And I want to look at it starting with verse number 10. And as you're looking for it, and I'm going to get ready to read it, 
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now for your Holy Spirit being here. You are Jehovah Shammah. Lord, you, even before we got here, you were here. Lord, you know the every need of every person, every thought, every concern, every worry, every fear, every anxiety. Lord, we thank you that the power of the Holy Spirit is here to move in a super, super, supernatural way to bring forth your great and glorious word so that these people can run victoriously, triumphantly, and more than conquerors. Bless Pastor Chuck and Marianne in the church of Newhart that the word of the Lord is going forth from this place with power and dunamis and victory, with signs and wonders. Lord, we know this is the end days and the end times, and you're going to show yourself strong. You're going to show yourself glorious. You're going to show yourself majestic. Lord, I believe more miracles, more signs, and more wonders, and more breakthroughs, and more deliverances, and more healing. People are going to come because they said, I, I need to get saved. What must I do to be saved? Families, Lord God, young people, old people, Lord of all nations, of all tongues that are coming, Lord. I believe that as I pray this, Lord, that you will fill the house to overflowing and that, Lord God, there'll be no lack. There'll be abundance, Lord God, and that they'll continue to work the work of the Lord while it is called today. Lord, let your increase anointing be upon pastors and Lord, let them continually shine brightly as beacon lights in a dark world. Lord, we just thank you for your word that never returns to your void, but it always prospers onto the thing you sent it. Lord, let there be singing, let there be rejoicing, let there be great praise and let great glory because you are the king of glory. And Lord, we know you're coming back. We know you're coming back with a shout because your word says the Lord will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first and they that are alive and remain shall be caught up in the air evermore to be with the Lord so shall we be with the Lord now father anoint your word today let the ear hearers hear and let them be active endures of your word in Jesus name and everyone agree with that prayer said amen, amen. glory to God amen well, as we look at Revelations chapter number 12, verse number 10, it says, I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. And the accuser of the brethren who accused them before God day and night have been cast down and they overcame him by the blood, somebody say by the blood of the Lamb. The of the Lamb. And the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you having great wrath, because he knows his time is short. Glory to God. I want you to look at verse number 11 again with me and say this. Say this with me, if you will. It says, and I overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. That's the message today. I overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of my testimony. I want to read you a couple of scriptures about the blood. I remember Greg Laurie had a message. He said, he asked Dr. Billy Graham, what would he do more of? He said, I will talk more about the blood. Just, just say it's the blood. the blood. All right? Without the blood, there's no remission of sins. 
Without the blood, we're not positioned where we are. We're yet in our sins. It's the blood that has redeemed us from theft, death, and destruction. In fact, all the things we have is a result of the blood. I have a, a health um, a benefits, and when I go, I exercise those benefits if I need them. All right? Vision, health, dental, but it's all because I qualify. I'm paid, it's paid in full. The blood paid the price for our sins and our forgiveness so that we can be who God has called us to be. We are the redeemed of the Lord, and it's because of the blood. Now, let me read you a couple of scriptures, and you can follow with me, regarding the power of the blood. The scripture says in Ephesians 1.7, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Hebrews 9.14 says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from what? From uh, dead works to serve the living God. Hebrews 12.24 And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things. Let me tell you, saints, the blood's speaking in your behalf. When you think about it, the blood, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. What does the blood say? That's what you have to ask yourself. What is the blood saying? The blood is saying, see, the accuser of the brethren say, they're no good. God, why don't you just condemn them? Why are they getting away with what they're getting away with? He's a, an accuser. You ever had anybody try to accuse you? Oh, they did this to me, they did this to me, and, they, and they're doing it falsely, but sometimes they're doing it correctly. But see, the thing about God, his blood forgives us. His blood washes us. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The blood is speaking. In that verse number 12, 24, the blood speaks better things. That's where I want to take you today. The blood speaks better things. See, yeah, you may, that's why we have to know John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. His blood does that. That's why we can live a, a life that, that is free from fear. A life is free from worry and guilt and condemnation because he paid the price. Tell your neighbor, say he paid it all. Jesus, you know that song, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe? Well, see, this is what we need to realize and be so thankful for that we've been forgiven and been washed by the blood. When you live with that conscientious awareness, you're ready to live. See, we as believers live to live. Those who don't have Christ, they're only existing. They're living to die. They say if you're born twice, you'll only die once. But if you're only born once, you'll die twice. Think about it. Look with me, if you will, at the verse again. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. I want to take you. How many of you got testimonies? How many of you rehearse your testimonies? How many of you tell people, how did you get saved? I got saved. My wife was always trying to save me, Marianne. We were at college, and she would lead me in a center of prayers probably two or three times a day. Did it work? 
Did it, did it happen? I don't see no change, no evidence. <laughs> There's no evidence. <laughs> pray this prayer. We were at Brookside Park. Pray this prayer. Okay, I pray it. I'm just interested in her. <laughs> Let's be honest. Come on, pray it again. All right, let's pray it again. Just go out with me again. All right, I'll pray it, whatever it takes. But one day, somebody say, one day. One day. Sister Clara's house. Say, come on, let's go to this church here. We were in a little house in Pasadena on Raymond Street. And I saw these people, they were lifting their hands. And they had the windows open so you could see. I come from a Catholic background. All we do is, our Father, and, and you know, you're good to go. You go say your confessions and your Hail Marys, you're good to go. You can go mess up and come back to confession, and you're good to go. How many Hail Marys are I? Okay, all right, I'm going back. Uh, going back out in the clubs and the streets, all right. But one day, so we went, and we were looking out, and I say, oh, you want me going there? And I see these people lifting their hand. I see them falling out, boom. I say, you want, oh, no way, I ain't going, well, she's somewhere, she said, if you, you better come with me, I'm going in. So I went in, Pastor Chuck, I was probably the tallest person in there, and I could almost touch the ceiling, I was so tall. And what happened was, I said, you want me to go up there and get prayed for it? No, I ain't doing that. Next thing I know, I was on my back, speaking in tongues, glory to God, Woo! So the, the, the final confirmation that I was saved and set free from me was the fact when we went to, after the service, we went to pick up her sister, Judy. And Judy, I turned around, she was in the back seat, and she worked at night, and she saw me. She said, something's different about you. There's a glow on you. And the glow, it says, you're changed. Can I get a witness, Donna? And I'm still changed, right? <laughs> It worked. Glory to God. Well, see, that's the thing. When God comes in your life, it works. You know, you know when you got saved, Pastor Chuck, when I came from just being religious. Can I get a witness? A lot of people just religious, religious, okay? They go to church, but there ain't no evidence. Ain't no dunamis, no power. See, when I come to God, God, if I'm going to live for you, I want all I can get. I want to speak in tongues. I want to lay hands on the sick. I want to cast out devil. And Pastor Chuck and I, when we were at the church, we used to be at, remember we were running down the street chasing this guy who was like, hey, he's demon possessed. Let's go cast the devil out of here. <laughs> Marietta, I got to tell you this story. We had this room one time, and one of the sisters got, she was demonized. And she was hissing and growling. I ain't going to mess with that. She was hissing like a snake and growling like a cat. And one of the sisters came in there. And every time she was like hissing and growling, she would jump back. I said, no, you got to go. I can see why Jesus said, if you're not going to bring faith and you're going to bring fear, you got to go. And so we finally got the devil out of her and she got set free. And see, this is no joke. See, the dealing with Jesus because the accuser of the brethren is cast down. And when you got, when you got dunamis power, you got to say, wait, is the devil bigger than God or is God bigger than the devil? Well, I done found out. When, when, when I came to Jesus, my friend, he became demon-possessed. He was smoking that weed and thought he could 
you know, he could straddle line, hang out with Jesus one way and go back and get loaded the next day. No, it didn't work because, see, you can't have a divided house. That temple has got to be clean. That's why the Bible said, present your body a living sacrifice unto God, which is your reasonable service. So when I signed up for Jesus, glory to God, I got filled with the Holy Ghost and power and glory to God. The war was on, glory to God. I was tired of getting beat down, run down, knocked down, tore down. I helped do all of that too. We used to do MD-22. Oh, I ain't going to say that. Eh? Yeah, we used to have fun, wacky tobacco and all that. I wasn't like Bill Clinton. I didn't inhale. I inhaled. <laughs> But I got set free, glory to God. See, when Jesus comes in your life, your cup is going to run over, glory to God. You're going to have joy that's unspeakable and full of glory, hallelujah. You're not going to need that artificial stimulation because you have the king of glory abiding on the inside of you. Amen? That's why. You can run on with Jesus, amen, because your cup runs over. But the key thing is, is what? Make sure you're putting the right stuff in your cup, amen? If you're putting fear, doubt, worry, anxiety, troubles of the world, and see it in all the bad news, glory to God, the good news has got to be your champion, amen? You got a champion in Jesus. So, Pastor Chuck... He inspires me. Pastor Chuck will lay hands on people and, and people get healed. We've seen miracles together. We've seen signs and wonders together. And glory to God, God wants to use you. Are you willing to be used? He said, only Pastor Chuck can do that. No, God has appointed you and me. We have to have, the Bible says the righteous are as what? Bold as a lion. But the wicked fleeth when no man pursueth. Do you know that? You know why the wicked pursueth when no man, when the, the wicked is, flees? Because the Bible says evil. Just say it with me. Say evil, evil. pursues sinners. Put a D on evil. What does it say? Devil, Devil pursues sinners. <laughs> I ain't no sinner. I washed in the blood, glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that good to know? See, we got to go somewhere, church. God is coming. He's coming for a church that's on fire. Glory to God. A church that's ready to work the work of the Lord while it's called today. Pastor Chuck, I like scoring points. Everywhere I go, you know, I travel a lot. And God has opened some doors for me to go, and I'm always handing out tracts. You know, how many people have I touched? And I, I travel, I work downtown, and, I, and I, God said, you already gave me a tract. I said, did you read it? He said, look. Look what he does. He pulled out his wallet. And he opens it up and said, here it is. There it is. Say, oh, did you read it? Yeah, I got it. So it's good that your works, are, your labor's not in vain in the Lord. Now, how many of y'all out there doing good works for God? How many? God will give you ideas. See if you just, God will give you songs. God will give you books. He'll give you things. He'll give you words in season to those that are weary. He'll give you a word in season. Say, young lady, be of good cheer. Young man, fear not. Just a simple word. 
If you call my voicemail, it says, Jesus loves you. Jesus died. I, sometimes I won't answer just so I know they'll get the message and I can preach to them via voicemail. Glory to God. Be creative. Be creative for God. If God has done so much for you, you can do something for him. Be encouraged. Encourage yourself. Look in the mirror and say, you are a great man of God. It's just like Gideon. Say, hey, you mighty man of valor. Say, who? Who are you talking to? See, when God speaks to you, destiny has no choice but to come out of you. Greatness is in you. Just say it. Greatness, Greatness. is in me. I'm going to let it out. Somebody got it. Woo! Glory to God. Let it out. Amen. Take a step of faith. You know, as you get older, you see more. You know more. You experience more. You put away the works of the flesh and you embrace the things of God totally. How many of y'all sold out? I'm sold out for Jesus. Are you sold out? Do you love him? Mark 1230. It's almost 1230. Is that the time I got to quit, Pastor Chuck? <laughs> Pastor Chuck said no. Can I use the hand mic? Okay, you got it. I'm good. All right. Down a little bit. Technical difficulties. Okay. Thank you, Pastor Chuck. He touched me now. I got his anointing. Close. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Chuck, do the shuffle. <laughs> Remember that, Pastor Chuck? Well, we used to do the slow moves. We need some soul music in here so we can... Get down. <laughs> well, look, where was I? Okay. God is coming, but God wants you to soar higher. God wants you to do greater things. Why? Because he's in you. Galatians 2.20 simply says this. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I don't frustrate the grace of God. One of the things my wife says, you can't impress God. I said, I think I can. The way you impress God, Donna, is you hide his word in your heart. You impress God. You say, I'm well pleasing. This is my beloved son in whom I what? Well pleased. The more, the, the, Jesus said it like this. Lo, I come at the volume of the book. It has written me. I delight to do thy will, O oh my God. How many of you delight doing the things of God? Coming to church is not a problem. Giving tithes and offering, not a problem. Why? Because I belong to him. I am fully persuaded that what he has promised, he's able to perform. How many of y'all seen miracles of God? Let me see your hand. How many have seen miracles of God? How many have not seen a miracle from God? If you haven't seen a miracle from God, get ready. He gonna, he's going to show you. You got to be persuaded. Write down the miracles you've seen. And when you come up against new problems, just say, God, you delivered me. God, you healed me. I know, see, we have covenant names for God. Jehovah Rapha, right? Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisus, Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Siskenu, Jehovah Shalom. What is Jehovah Shalom? Peace. peace. The peace of God that passeth all understanding. See, I didn't have peace. I didn't know peace. I thought my wife could give me peace before she was my wife. I thought relationships could give me peace. But you look at the world. Look at the man who just killed himself. You cannot let 
the temporal exceed the eternal. If you have no focus for the eternal, your temporal will hijack your eternal. Selah, think about it. People are giving up because, wow, I don't see what I'm looking for. I don't have what I thought I should have. I had this. My wife used to work in the office at Cal State LA in an office, and the girl would always say, oh, I used to be, we used to be rich. We had all this money. And so she would say that all the time, all the time, all the time. And so one girl says, look, you don't have it no more, so be quiet. <laughs> that was the end of that conversation. <laughs> she put an end to that. We as believers, let me give you a tip, a secret. Declare who you are in him. The Bible says it's in him we live, it's in him we move, and it's in him we have our being. <clears throat> so as you realize who you are, you are manifesting that grace and that glory. You're finding out that the spirit of the living God is going to use you in more dynamic ways. God has inspired me. He's given me, Pastor Chuck, I'm learning new languages. I'm learning new languages. I speak in tongues. I speak in tongues. I interpret in tongues. But the Bible says that it's better to what? Prophesy. Now, I'm helping you today because I'm going to get you to a point where you say, well, I got to be like Pastor Chuck to prophesy. Really? Is that true, Pastor Chuck? Who can prophesy? Whosoever will. Whoever has faith to prophesy. So if you're speaking in tongues, get ready. Take your, your level of praying and confessing and declaring to a prophetic level. I'm going to take you there real quick. So they overcame by the what? The blood of the lamb. Jesus is speaking in your defense. I see the blood of the lamb as a defense lawyer. The, the accuser is the prosecutor is the devil saying you're no good. You're not going to make it. You're defeated. Hang yourself. Crucify yourself. The, uh, the, the suicidal. Don't, that spirit of suicide, it shouldn't even come nigh us. We should be filled with so much of the love of God. And we should know, like I said, if you read the end of the book, you know you win. The Bible says if your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Let me see, how many people's names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life? If your name not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, we need, I think, Pastor Chuck, we need to start with, in our church services, do an altar call first. Do altar calls first. You're not saved? Go to funerals first. You know what upsets me when I go to a funeral? They give no altar calls. They give no, 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 oh, this person dead? Well, we hope they made it. Pray, come on. I, 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 they'll ask me, I might not even be the ministering pastor, but I'll get up there and say, come on, can I just pray with y'all? Can I just give y'all something? Just pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Come in my heart. Save me. Set me free. Give me eternal life. Through Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, shout hallelujah. You believe that in your heart and you say, if I could just pray a prayer with a person, that's what I'd pray. Give your life to Jesus. Amen. That's what turned me on. That's what turned me, Marianne, from darkness to light. From the power of Satan unto God, that I may receive the forgiveness of sins and an inheritance amongst those that are sanctified by faith, which is in Jesus Christ. 
That's Acts 26, 18. Pastor Chuck, you know, what I know, you know what's so amazing about God? The Holy Spirit brings all things to your remembrance. The Holy Spirit will give you a mind that is just so, I mean, I don't know how I memorize so many scriptures. But it's the power of the Holy Spirit just infusing our lives. So we spend time in the Word. That's what pleases God. The Bible says that study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And Pastor Chuck, great job because you're teaching those classes on faith of the, that are going to be taught. People, you need faith to cast out fear. You need faith to overcome doubt and unbelief. You need the word of God because, look, the accuser of the brethren said you can't do it, you won't do it, you're not going to make it, you're going to die of cancer. And No, I'm not. I'm going to live and not die. My wife is a testimony. Can you stand up, honey? She's going to get me at home for this. Thank you. Hey, if I don't celebrate my queen, who, I, I mean, that's my job. Glory to God. My wife helps me to be a success. She's a real, the epitome of a helpmate. I, I sometimes, like, I'm tired, honey, but, but I'm going to help. I'm going to cook for you. I'm going to do this for you. She sends me out the door. Go to work, honey. Go make all that money. <laughs> she calls me Eminem. Making money. <laughs> no, that's a new one. She says, I'm going to get you. Right? My wife's got so many gifts, and I'm sure each of you have gifts. Use your gifts. Use them. Because we're coming in a day and an hour where we need to utilize our gifts. God is going to do amazing things in your life. God has got me learning Chinese. Anybody speak Chinese? Anybody show it to my mom? You know, we always say in church, uh, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. So I say, Don't ask me how long it took me to learn that. But <laughs> So I'll see somebody say, They look at me and say, Black man, what you doing? Seven feet tall. How you know Chinese? And then, anybody speak Tagalog? Tagalog? I saw one brother, he was at the door. Comastaca? Mabute? Okay. Mabuhay? Kinagakalakomakilalaka? Oh! So, I mean, you can talk to people. So I'll sit next to people, because I travel on the bus, and I'll sit next to a little Chinese lady and say, Ni hao? And we own. We, I, I talked to a guy for over half an hour. I don't know all of what they say, but, I'm, but I, I leave them with Jesus. I tell them, Isu Jidu Aini Bengwe Bunchani. I mean, Jesus Christ loves you. And that's, they're not going to forget that. Because it's coming from me, a different nation, a different tongue, a different tribe. But they're going to see. See, look, all languages belong to God. And I say it in Spanish, Todo está bien. ¿Por qué? Dios Todopoderoso te ama. Right? Can, can I get a witness? Anybody get a witness? Come on. Is that correct? So 
So, so I'm just telling you the creativity of God because your heart is reaching out and God wants to use you to touch people. In Russian, you just say, Slava Bugu. What? <laughs> I ain't trying that. Try it. Slava Bugu. That's it. Thanks be to God. Thanks, God. Just try it. I, I, I think, I, that's what they told me. Slava Bugu. All right. Me, thanks to God. No, glory to God. So I talked to the guy who taught me. I said, say it again. Isu lubitsibe. No, he said, no, you said like lubitsibe. Say it again, because I don't think he'd believe it, but I just get him to get it in his spirit. So I say it wrong intentionally. <laughs> you understand? Isu lubitsibe. So every time he says, Slava Bugu. See, God will give you creative. God, Pastor Chucky, let me just tell you, all your giving, all your serving, Pastor Chuck, you've worked hard for God, and God is rewarding you handsomely, rewarding your son and your family and your flock. See, the, the, the anointing flows down from the head. You're going to get a blessing. Come into church. Whatever you can do for Pastor Chuck, whatever you can do in the church, do it, glory to God. I am so, so glad, even though something, you know, in church, you say, well, I ain't getting nothing back. But God will do exceedingly, tell your name, God will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you want, ask or think. And guess what? I'm living the abundant life. I'm living it. I, I, I mean, I only worked. And my wife had five kids. She raised five giant men. I don't know how we did it, but we did it. We were at church not once a week, not twice a week, sometimes three and four times a week. We used to live in Irvine, past Irvine, and would go all the way to Pasadena. God rewarded us. So God says, I'm going to bless you. What did the Bible say? What houses? And lands and brothers and God has blessed me with a multitude of things. How did I do it? I just look up and say, to God be the glory. God has put me in positions where I've been in the presence of, uh, the, presence of the president with the Lakers when they were acknowledged by the president after they won a championship. I bet I've met probably anybody. If you go to Gary GTV, you'll see everybody that I've met. Why did God do that? He didn't have to do it. I didn't have experience in that. God did it because he was grateful for what I did for him. The Bible says you can't outgive God giving. Right? Where does it say that, Pastor? <laughs> you can't be God giving, all right? What I want to say to you is God don't love me more than he loves you. The Bible says if God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but gave, us, gave him up for us all, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? Don't lower the bar. I was a high jumper in college. And by the way, I was a champion. Come on, give a shout out, baby. I was a champion. I was a, I, I, you might go to the records at Cal State LA and see, I would, I would jump like this, and I won. I wasn't expected to win, but see, when it's showtime, it's God's go time. I soon got saved after that. 
I was going to college, and I was getting, I think I had a GPA of, uh, what, a three-point negative one? <laughs> I don't know. But when I got saved, I, got the, I made the dean's list. See how God will turn you from darkness to light, from the power of Satan on to God? And I became a champion. I, I, and my wife said, just think if you would have worked a little harder, you could have even went farther. I said, baby, it's time, to, it's time to have children and go to work. <laughs> so, so God is getting ready to take you to places you've never imagined you would be. Just, just say, get ready. Just let the spirit of the living God work in you. The secret is, is that God is already, the Bible says the, the, new, the blood of the new covenant speaks better things. Tell your neighbor, say the blood, blood. Of, the new covenant of the new covenant speaks better things. Speaks better things. See, you, you've been fighting too hard. How many of y'all been battling lately? No, don't raise your hand. No, 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 don't raise your hand. Don't, don't, don't. That's between you and God. But there have been some battles. See, Pastor Chuck, when I got saved, my friend went crazy. We had to get the demon out of him. I said, whoa, what did you get me into? My neighbor in that apartment on Hellman was like, Gary, what were y'all doing over there last night? My friend was demon for that. He was, not, that, wasn't a, that was a different demon. He wasn't hissing. The other girl was hissing and growling like a cat. He was just spitting all over my living room. And so I had a friend who gave me a cross, an iron cross that he made in prison. <laughs> so I said, well, I got to get this demon out of it. Now, I just came, I just became a Christian. So I seen the exorcist and all of that. Nobody gave me instruction on how to get the demon out. So I took that big metal cross. I didn't hit it with it. I put it on his head. <laughs> they would have had me up for murder. I thought, what were you doing? So Pastor Chuck, I didn't know what to do. So we put that big metal cross on him. He was still spitting. I said, we got to get him out of here. Honey, put him in the car. Then he disrobed me, ran down Navarro and Fair Oaks naked. See, it's not a game. It's funny now, but my eyes were like this. What? I couldn't believe it. See, when you come to Jesus, the enemy say, so you really want to hang with Jesus? Let me see if you can, do, if you can hang with, 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 my, with my worst demons. Can you hang? And Marianne, that grew me up fast. I knew Jesus was real because when I seen the demons come out of him, hey, I know the power of God. The power of God was greater than demons. And when you realize that, that's what keeps me. Because I don't want to go back there and, you know, be on the devil's side. I, 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 don't, I don't hang with losers. Just tell your neighbor, say, I don't, I don't. hang with losers. Amen. See, I'm, I'm a winner. Amen? Jesus made me a winner. Amen? That's why the Bible says, thanks be unto God who always gives me the victory. Amen? Now, I, I know I've been going on a little bit, but I, I want to give you some points right here as I'm winding down. First wind down. Oh, go to 12. Okay, I got seven minutes. Come on. Let's hurry up. Let's giddy up. John Wayne, let's go. <laughs> okay, so look. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. So Jesus is doing your, he's your defense attorney. He's saying you're healed. He's saying you're forgiven. He's saying you're delivered. Now, when I said he said you're healed, th th look, your healing was purchased with blood. 
Your forgiveness was purchased with blood. Your peace was purchased with blood. Your health and your wealth and your total well-being was purchased with blood. It was purchased. Your salvation. I can't emphasize this enough. Don't take it lightly. Be adamant about Isaiah 53. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And with the stripes, I am healed. My wife is over a dozen years. Cancer tried to take her out. But my wife says, you know what? This thing is not going to beat me. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've got a bad diagnosis, stand upon the word of God. Declare the word of God because it was purchased with blood. How many of you got children and you bought stuff for them? And they say, what happened to those new shoes I bought you? You tore them up. Kids don't care. You have to care what has been given to you freely. But that freedom has been purchased with blood. So Jesus is declaring better things for you. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. I want to emphasize something about the word of your testimony. The Bible says in Revelations 19, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. You got to see loud on that one. The testimony, so now, if you're going to overcome by the blood of lamb, guess what? Your testimony has got to be line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. You got to be point on. Romans 3, 4 says, let God be true. Say it with me. Say, let God be true and every man a liar that you may be that you may, what was it, blessed as, as a result when you are judged. In other words, is it Psalms 19, it says, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Now, I'm dropping knowledge. It's okay to be quiet because you need to digest this. You need to hold this. You need to hide this in your heart. And so let everything, take an assessment of your life. Where are you having the trouble most in your life? It's just like Nehemiah. He built up the walls. He finished the walls in how many days? 52 days. Sanballat and Tobiah say, man, if a little fox jumped on that wall, it would break it down. He was ridiculing them. Saints, fortify your life. If you're having trouble with worry, you better find every scripture in the Bible about I will not worry. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, be not afraid, be not dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. You're having trouble with your health, begin to declare, He was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities. Chastisement of my peace was upon him, and with the stripes I'm healed. The testimony, if you're going to overcome with the testimony, Revelation tells you this, that whoever has the testimony of Jesus, 
Your obligation is to align your words with Jesus. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The spirit of prophecy. When you declare, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory, and you don't see things being the way they are, you're prophesying your victory. When you have children that might not be in the house, that might not be saved, Isaiah 49, 25 says, I will contend with that which contend with thee, and I will save your children. Somebody ought to shout. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. And what must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thine household. Saints, this is a time to rejoice. You have power with God. You have authority with God. You rule in three levels, heaven, earth, and underneath the earth, because you have the power of God that is operational in your life. You, the Bible says this. It says you've been made a king. You've been made a priest unto our God. What does a king do? A king reigns. A king rules. A priest waits on God. And as saints of the Most High, God, it's your time to stand up and to declare who you are and what God has done for you and how things are going to change in your life, how things are going to, how you're going to overcome, how you're going to see the miracles and the signs and the wonders and all that God has and will do for you because breakthrough is inevitable. It cannot be stopped. The Bible says that God, stand up with me. Say this, God is not a man, say it with me, because as you say it, it gets in your soul, and it's just like that barbecue that you guys didn't save me none of. <laughs> you season it, and you, you, it's finger licking good, but you get it in your soul. Just say this when me, say God is. God is, say it one more time, say God is, God is. Not, a not a man, that he should lie, he should lie. neither the son of man, that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Hath he spoken it, and shall he not make it good? God is going to make it good. Everything, all things that pertain to me, to my life, to my health, to my wealth, to my family, well, it's going to work for the good. I'm an overcomer, and I overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of the Lamb, and the word of my testimony, and the word of my testimony, my testimony is that Jesus Christ is Lord, is God, is Savior, is ruler, is shepherd, is king, is the lover of my soul. In Jesus' name, well shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's believe. You know, I love Pastor Chuck. He's a man of faith and power, and I believe that God is going to do greater things. I'm, I'm, I'm awed by his diligence and Mary Ann, to see where you guys have come from. 
and how God is richly blessing you. But guess what? The anointing flows from the head and it flows upon the body. Lift up your hands right now. And let's just believe that God will do the things that he said he would do and that this is an hour of breakthrough, an hour of miracles. And we just lift up our hands to the Holy Spirit right now. Whatever you need, whatever is, is overwhelming you, just roll it over onto God. Just give it to God. Just give it to God. And let's just believe that the fire is just like the day of Pentecost. I just sense a Pentecostal revival and that the presence of God, the fire is going to come down and people are going to come back as the Bible says, hey, even the demons are subject to us in your name. But the, Jesus said, in this don't rejoice, but rather rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Glory to God. So right now, right now, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, I just pray that the Holy Spirit is moving in this place. The Holy Spirit has freedom and liberty and, and the absolute dominion, Lord God, to move in a mighty, mighty way. And let the fresh fire of God, the fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. Lord God, you said because the Lord is the shepherd of, of not only Pastor Chuck, but the New Heart Church. And that, Lord God, you anoint him with fresh oil. Fresh oil. And surely... The Bible says, surely goodness and mercy will follow them all the days of their life. And they'll dwell in the house of the Lord. Now, Father, we come against every demonic lie, every demonic attack. And Lord God, we release your angelic host right now to garrison around about every member, every, every person in this house. Lord God, we thank you that the mantle of the anointing is going to be greater. The mantle of the anointing. Lord God, that people are going to come from the north. People are coming from the south. People are going to come from the east. And people are going to come from the west because they're hungry and they're thirsty. And they'll get fed. And they'll get delivered. They'll get healed. They'll be restored. Marriages will be restored. Families and young people, Lord God, we give you the glory because you are the king of glory. Father, we thank you. You are a savior that saves. You're a healer that heals. You're a deliverer that delivers. You're a king that reigns. You're a lord that rules. But most of all, you're a lover that loves. Now let the love of God fill this place. Let the joy of God fill this place. Let the peace of God fill this place right now. Just receive it. Lift your hand and say, I receive it. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. Fill me, fill me, and fill me in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we pray. Shout amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen. Well, we blessed. <laughs> if you want to be blessed again, you can hear it on our website. Just click on media and you can hear it all over again as many times as you want, many times as you need <laughs> to, to get it on the inside of you. So, Father, we thank you that as we come together today, we receive your word, we take it with us, we, we allow it to operate in our hearts and in our lives. We thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name we pray and all agreed said, amen. We have a wonderful uh, meal for you and fellowship with each other. God bless you.